Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Getting you through your workday one hour at a time. This is Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. that time of the week where we link up with Sky Sports Rugby Man. Always good to chat on a Thursday afternoon. Tony Johnson joins us. TJ, the World Cup's up and running. We've been talking about it for ages, previewing it for ages. We can finally do a little bit of review. So I guess we kick off with France, New Zealand, the one that's been a collision course for a long, long time. Your initial reaction to that game, TJ? Well, at halftime, I thought they were going to win it. The French, to me, look absolutely uh, knackered. They were blowing. They were, you know, the All Blacks had moved them around successfully, and their big forwards were not coping with it very well. It just needed, I think, a few more points before halftime. Another score before halftime. Another score immediately after. And I think that game is would have gone to the All Blacks. I think France might have struggled to come back for it, but they didn't. And then, as the game wore on, uh, old habits reemerged. And the discipline was one thing, obviously. And the other one was just the injudicious kicking. They kicked a lot. And in the first half, I thought it wasn't a bad tactic because they were moving the French around. Mm. But as the game wore on, the, the kicking got worse. And I think just to sum it up, you know, maybe it's unfair to, to highlight one person. I think there's a couple of situations late in the game where Bowden Barrett probably kicked when he should have ran it and ran when he should have kicked it. It's like that old ad that used to be on the TV for the, <laughs> the credit card thing. Um, and so the decision-making under duress and the discipline under pressure, again, fallibilities. I think uh, the thing that's come out of it for me, I think there's a team there with the talent, to win, but I just wonder about some of the judgment, and, and, and that becomes a mental thing. And I think now it's starting to hit home. A guy who never, ever, ever got enough credit for the role that he played in the 2011 and 2015 successful campaigns, Kerry Evans. How much they could do with a guy like him. I see, uh, you know, um, John Wayne's rolled into town. Steve Hansen's joined the team, um, and and. You know, maybe that might help just steal things up. And look, they're not out of it, Daffy. Mm. We, we all know this. Yeah. But what they're on now is, to me, it appears like they're on a collision course. If South Africa continue to impress, then we're on a collision course to play South Africa in the quarterfinals. And right now, uh, I've been saying France all along, but to me, South Africa, just everything about them, their body language, their efficiencies, they look to, to me to be the, the hardest team to beat. Yeah. Uh, rest of the games through that weekend, we'll skip over. Italy took care of Namibia, as expected. Ireland put a telephone number on Romania. There was a lot of talk pre-weekend about Australia, Georgia, and Georgia would really test them. And, and they did in parts, but Australia would be pretty happy with a 20-point victory over the Georgians. 
Well, yeah, they'll be happy to finally got a win under Eddie Jones. It was a regulation when Georgia, you know, they're honest toilers and from time to time, you know, capable of an upset. But, you know, there would have been something, you know, horribly wrong if Australia hadn't been able to win that game. Uh, I was a bit disappointed in Argentina. I thought they might have given England more of a go. And so, you know, England get their tournament off to a winning start and that might just settle a few nerves as well for, for England. And the other one too, I thought... Uh, Fiji might have had a shot against Wales. And look, in the end, it was only six points in it. But I think that was a winnable game. You have to say that Warren Gatlin, he's got back in there and he's just he's just steadied the ship a bit. They're not going to win the World Cup. Uh, but, you know, on the evidence of what we saw, that's a really, really important win for them. That takes some pressure off Wales. And that, you know, in terms of the eventual makeup of the group and who goes through, that that's actually a significant result. Really is. Um, there's been some amazing results, and I just think one of the best NPCs we've had for a while, TJ. Um, and let, let's just go on the game that was what 12 hours ago, um, 18 hours ago. Counties Monaco getting over the top of the Canterbury sideline conversion, nail biting stuff uh, in the middle of their storm week. Counties. I mean, every week there's a great story coming out of this competition. Well, yeah, you know, and it's a shame that some of our big news outlets you know, spend a little bit more time covering the games than they do covering the fact that there aren't many people at the games. It was actually not a bad turnout there last night. They're all sitting in the grandstand, so you don't see them on TV. I think, I said at the beginning, one of the reasons is that the best hot dogs uh, in the NPC are at Steelers <laughs> Stadium. Um, the, you know, the, the genuine article. Um, but, but seriously, um, the, the television audiences are really good. Um, just people aren't going to the games, but that, that you know the fact that there aren't people there, people are just obsessed with it, and it actually gets a bit tiresome. The, 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 if you just focused on the games, the games are great, um, and and this was another one. You know, to me, uh, you know, counties they did exactly what you'd expect counties Monaco to do, and they came out all guns blazing. Uh, Canterbury though looked like they'd taken control of the game, but they could never just get away from arm's length and. The Steelers just kept coming back at them, and they just showed incredible uh, determination and resolve. And then at the end of it, you know, there was, you know, um, Tom Christie, you could say he, probably, he took one for the team. Uh, they were already uh, down a penalty advantage. It was a really blatant, um, and I, I, I thought, and I said at the time, I thought quite cynical professional foul. He, he really took one for the team, and I guess the idea being, look, we're under penalty advantage. They're going to get a penalty anyway. If I just stop them here, Chances are we'll go to the bin, but at least we get a chance to reset our defence or something like that. Maybe he was thinking that. Maybe he wasn't, but they took full toll. And then for Offa, their third choice goal kicker because um, their, their number one, uh, Riley Orhepper, he's got a bit of a niggle, so he's not kicking at the moment. Alatimu, their uh, second five, uh, he, he had to go off. Uh, he got a head knock. And then so this rather promising young centre, Offa, uh, landed nervelessly landed that sideline conversion and another grandstand finish. How many of them have we had? Mm. Uh, you know, games decided in the last minute. It, you know, there's actually been some really fantastic footy. And it's a shame that, that it's not being reflected in the coverage of it because people just keep banging on about the fact that the crowds aren't big. We might get a decent crowd. Well, I have to touch the Central Vikings derby, uh, Hawks Bay Manawatu Friday night. But Saturday we see something a little bit different, TJ. Auckland taking their home game against Waikato away from Eden Park. Well, I kind of hope we're going to see more of this sort of thing. Uh, I was talking to uh, George Berry 
uh, who, who's doing a lot of marketing and you know pulling strings and that behind the scenes and and the media engagement and what have you um, down at uh, the, um, Canterbury uh, a, f- a few days ago, and he was saying they were absolutely delighted with how things went at Rangi Ora. Uh, they, they had a crowd of over 6,000 there. Um, you know, really good game. And I think that's what they've got to do because I, I do think, and we are a bit like sheep in this country, if we see something's not doing too well, we shy away from it. So, you know, you see the big cavernous, empty Eden Park, you think, well, no one else is going, why should I? It's a bit like the old restaurant thing. You know, if yep. you see the locals eating there, you know it's got to be good. Um, and, and so... <laughs> I, I think this is it's it's a good move. Um, the only thing I'd tell you about this, Snappy, and this is you know the nanny state still rearing its head. Um, it, it cost, I believe, um, I think like for example, North Harbour took their game, a couple of games to Oniwa. Um, there've been a couple of other games like that. It ends up costing them almost as much to stage it as a, at a small ground because they've got to pay for travel, uh, uh, sorry, traffic management oh. and security. Jobs that used to be done by volunteers, they have to pay to, to have you know road cones put out and stuff like that. It's just madness. But uh, you know, I'm hoping it's a it's a great setup at Bell Park. Uh, fantastic sports complex. I don't know if we've ever been out there at uh, how it's how it Park or away, and and they're going to have the food trucks there and everything. Um, you know, so hopefully they 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 have a successful day there because to me that that might just be. Uh, well, the future, if there is to be one for the NPC, to play at grounds like that with a more of a community feel about it. Mm. Yeah, you mentioned food trucks. There's, uh, I think there's craft beer garden. There's a band. There's activations for the kids. I can't wait to see the the response. It'll be boot parties. Uh, it'll be brilliant. Um, one, you know, and the other thing too, is Canterbury going back-to-back losses, uh, and they've got Southland on the end of their storm this week. Uh, but the Lions... Um, TJ, again, um, underreported, I, I agree with you, in perhaps um, the leading newspaper. Uh, they just I think it's 17 wins in a row. Um, they are yeah. on an absolute tier. Underreported would be an improvement on the one I'm talking about, which is non-reported. <laughs> um, yeah, look, they've just... To me, there's just this incredible collective resolve about this. They're playing some great footy. The structures of their uh, their attack are absolutely superb. Tell me, they're doing they're doing a really really good job because you know Wellington, the Hurricanes, whoever it is, there's always been the old sort of reputation that we can play some amazing football, but we can also play some unamazing football. To me, this is a team that combines those sort of characters that are inherent in you know in Wellington rugby. Uh, you know, you've got tremendous individual skill, talent, determination. You know, brilliantly led by Duplessis Kitifi. Um, but there's also a structure to their game, and that's the thing that's impressed me the most. They're still going. They're still top of the table, unbeaten. They, they are in great shape, and you know, must be enjoying the sight of the, the chasing pack knocking each other off. I mean, we you know saw a, another one. And by the way, uh, congratulations to uh, uh, the Bay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, congratulations, the Bay, um, and. Uh, Finally, TJ, Auckland beating Canterbury. Auckland are starting to show me something. Um, I'm not saying they're going to return to the halcyon days of the of the 90s, etc. But um, as a as an outsider, I think it is quite good to see Auckland playing a pretty good brand of rugby. 
Oh yeah, and look, there's a guy. There's a couple of guys playing. In fact, uh, you know, Hoskins Satutu last night was was superb. You know, um, if, if Ezekiel Lindenmuth had stayed a bit longer, he might have got the three points. But Hoskins got it in the end, three points. Billy Harmon and Akira Ioane. And you're talking about guys, you know, Ioane, um, Satutu, and maybe even Billy Harmon. These are guys that have probably had to deal with, you know, one of the biggest disappointments of their entire career, and, and that is not being selected with the All Black team to go to the World Cup. And you look at the way those guys have turned around and absolutely done the business for their team. I, I hope that injury that Akira Ioane suffered isn't as serious as it looked. Because he, he has been... I know he's a, he's a player who attracts a lot of flack, Akira Ioane. And maybe early on in his career, he, he, he invited it. But I think the, the way he has come back from that disappointment and led that Auckland team has been absolutely admirable. And the other guy, uh, a couple of guys just to mention out of that team. I, I really like the way Zahn Sullivan is growing in the number 10 jersey. Like in a lot of number 10s coming out of the college system, they come out of it incomplete because their coaches, it's all about winning and it's not about developing their all-round skills and game plan and tactical acumen. They have to learn that. And I, the best way for a first five to learn that is actually to play fullback so they get the, the scope of the game from the back. So he's gone to that number 10 jersey. I just think he's getting better and better. The other guy that's really standing out for me is Corey Evans, the centre. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, if he's come off the bench, he's always injected something. But his, he's got a very strong, uh, I think he's got quite a low centre of gravity. Is it quite an elusive runner, and he really knows how to puncture a defence. So, yeah, no, they, they're going well. Um, but then so are, so are a lot of teams. The, the key right now is this, this hunt, you know, the, the shuffling of the deck below um, Wellington is, is considerable, and it's just trying to find some consistency and stitch together three or four wins in a row. Yeah, uh, otherwise it looks like Wellington's uh, going to have the shield and have another title and have a still have zero losses at the end of the season, but they deserve it. And I well, yeah, t- it could could be. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, but they they have they have done a fantastic job so far, but of course. You know, we go into a knockout situation soon, and then that just brings the road tractor into it all. So, you know, nothing is in the bank as yet. The Ramfurly Shield, they've, they've done that um, proud. So, you know, I just, you know, I do hope it would be nice if more people got out and acknowledged the great rugby that they are playing. Yes, absolutely. TJ, as always, highlight of the Thursday. Enjoy your weekend, buddy. Um, we will catch up again next week. Yeah, North Harbour and Blenheim for me this weekend, Staffy.